0: Hey, welcome. I'm feeling to do an autumn equinox energy update. There's been so much moving and the words that come first are, for me, what are the leaves that we are letting fall from our lives, of course. It's autumn. It's autumn and what we let go of is composting. Yes, it's... There are core templates, core woundings, core patterns connected to the core creation archetypes in our blueprint, in a mother, in a father, in a child, how we create our reality that are going through this inversion, this about turn from facing away from source to coming home into wholeness. And the dimension of the self that I'm really aware of this being active in is a dimension of the self where we are our creations in the world and there is a homecoming not just in how we are creating but how we are judging and viewing others other people's creations so while we are holding other people in how they create in separation we can find ourselves protecting ourselves from other people oh you're doing it wrong there's judgment there's fear the way you're doing it's going to hurt me or the world or everyone else And there's this softening, this beautiful movement in the direction of softening, firstly towards ourselves and how we are creating, through healing our inner mother, inner father, inner child stories at a core level, allowing them to compost, to go home through the sacred gateways to source, where the form they took in our lives, in our blueprints, in the Akash of our consciousness, is dissolved into that I who is the one behind the stories, the self who knows itself beyond the stories. And the energy of what we were holding on to returns to us, ready for fresh creations, which, of course, in spring we will be giving birth to, but over winter we'll be germinating. We will be preparing and readying ourselves for it. And this letting go of some of the core woundings around how, people create in the world and create the world Um, and letting go of some of the imprints that we've taken on especially when we were children the the core imprints we took on from our parents Um, what I'm sensing and it's it's so strong I know I'm not alone in this isn't just for the equinox there's this low slow huge phenomenal beautiful blossoming of softness the quality of softness and it's like before we go into light forms and structures and geometries that reshape our physical universe, our physical world our physical reality which is very much what spring is for it's like calling ourselves home involves calling ourselves home to the divine mother in us where she's at home and she calls home the father she calls home the child so they know themselves in the oneness and in the softness of her unconditional love. So it's like the unconditional love we have for those parts of us that go do, that are active and worldly and dynamic and energised and excited and joyful and playful and creative. The light that we are, within us is the capacity to come into unconditional love and to allow those parts of us that have been guarding that because we haven't been being soft with each other in our creations we've well we'll get to that but to allow those parts of ourselves that are guarded um, to first come home to wholeness no softness to find that softness that loving softness for ourselves that unconditionally loving kindness for ourselves and to cherish those parts of us that are playful, joyful, that run off and do and go and find and have to run over the next hill to see what's out there and bring home something to show more. There is a, a beautiful blossoming of softness, which I see continuing throughout this winter. And that softness provides the grounding for our light creations as they burgeon in spring. The dynamic active in us. And it gives that those parts of us the the oh that beautiful confidence that comes from Ma approves of what I'm doing. She supports me. She loves me. She celebrates me. What I'm doing is wanted. What I'm doing and what I have to give the world, it has belonging here. It's welcome. It's going to be well received. This confidence that the child needs before it runs off into the playground with other children. Something else I'm noticing is a de-armoring of the protective mechanisms we hold between each other. In order for that softness to really bloom, and the vulnerability that we are to feel safe enough to come out and play with the other children in the playing ground those old ancient wounds where we brought softness our vulnerability out and we were met with it was attacked we were pecked sorry pigeon we were hurt So we learnt to protect ourselves and we learnt to protect that softness and our protection got so good it became impossible to even find the softness inside and we stopped at some level being soft with each other. Sure, we all have that capacity to be soft with each other but I know there's a culture of criticism, critical judgement, evaluation, panels panels of critics in, in TV shows that's been going on for decades now in so many different cultures. And it's a symptom of a society that's grown to criticise first and celebrate afterwards. And with that critical attitude towards each other's creations, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong for me, you haven't pleased me, you haven't met my standards, you haven't created perfection for me, you're hurting the world, you're hurting me, you're not doing it the way I think you should do it. Those kind of judgments, where we have them hidden also where we bring them out into the open and, and shape them around, cause each other to harden around our softness, our authenticity and our vulnerability. And it's beautiful what I'm seeing in, as I take a reading from the cache of the collective blueprint, I'm seeing an emptying out, not of the judgments, but of the core wounding events that cause those judgments. To, to even be birthed into our culture and consciousness. So a huge time of tremendous releasing. And I know many of us are experiencing that by being triggered and having events in our lives that that kind of prompt us to feel deep feelings, uncomfortable feelings, which I've, I've spoken about quite a lot. The, all I can say is the support and the advice that I've been getting is to when these uncomfortable events happen over a time like equinox. To be brave and realize that what we're feeling is because we're clearing at the core level from the Akash of who we are, ready to rewrite how we're creating and um, dissolve that inversion in us from creating 3D in separation to creating 5D in, from a place of oneness. So when those strong feelings come, the advice and the support that I have that works for me is to be with them. To be the loving, compassionate, witness consciousness that says to every feeling, not what do you mean, why are you here, what should I do about you? That's That keeps it locked, it can't leave us then. But I, I welcome you. It could be so hard, but we can do this. I welcome you. I see you. I hear you. You. I I understand, even if we don't, I understand. Of course. Of course you would be feeling that way. And we're talking to ourselves here, the part of us that are hurting. Of course you would be feeling like that well, Yes, of course you would. You have every right. And um, and lastly, and what's what's true for you now? What's 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 happening for you right now, here in this present moment? Are you safe, are you loved? And if the answer is yes, healing has happened, if the answer is no, then to keep repeating that, loving, compassionate, witness conscious listening. Now, that's how I would be, I mean, that's how I am supporting myself and others um, at this time, but there are really exciting things I want to speak to that I can see happening beyond the inner healing and transformation, is why there's inner healing and transformation that's so strong and such a strong emphasis on release a huge emphasis on release well i've been relaxing at the beach today as you can see and the words i keep getting are creation codes creation codes. i was invited to rest deeply first to come into a place of enoughness and to drop into connection which for me is like dropping into the playground of Gaia consciousness to dropping into the deeps of Gaia and to feel myself as one breathing within her her breathing within me and that beautiful place of deep synergistic connection and completion now, as I was resting there and feeling myself, one with the strata beneath my feet, with the, uh, the landscape that goes out in all directions around me, with the oceans of space above me in the air and the currents, and even the stars beyond, um, something beautiful happened in this space of enoughness, which I say is always where creation begins in alignment that's the reset for me. Enoughness, vibrating with that. Anyway, contemplating the pyramids again, there's a lot coming through on how the pyramids were made at the moment because this is so connected to our creation codes, reawakening within us, it's remembering. I've got flies around me, which means I've got resistance to sharing this. It's so close to my heart, so just bear with me for a moment, would you? Hmm, thank you. Okay. I really do need to clear that fear I have of speaking about this. So. I was invited into that place of being reminded of my Lemurian creator consciousness. The co-creator I am within Gaia and the sculptor I am within her consciousness, within her spheres. And she showed me how I have in the past when I've kind of phased out and rested in that vaster dimension of self, that's the Gaia self within my blueprint. And connected with her in a co creative place. How one of my roles was as a sculptor. Sculpting the the shape in the surface of, of rock faces and and cliffs and stone and mountains. And I, I went on this beautiful remembering trip. And I can't begin to speak of how much I remembered. It's it's like it all comes so fast. But what she showed me was it's time beloveds to speak again from the knowingness you have of how creation works each of you hold wisdom keys yes beloveds each of you were given and agreed to guard a wisdom key that unlocks that knowingness in another when you speak what you know, what you see about how of creation, about creation and how it works. Each of you guarded a piece of the wisdom of creation and wholeness and oneness throughout your fall into forgetting and separation, through the uncomfortable shift into the 3D reality you physically inhabit with its laws of science that guard and guide you now. Each of you holds a a key of wisdom that connects you to spatial and temporal awareness beyond the third dimension. The quantum field that allows you to trans navigate temporally and spatially and dimensionally beyond that holographically to do your work to to reconnect with the pieces that call you home to that remembering this is the homecoming of lemurian consciousness now lemuria returns it was a point in creation when humanity a pocket of humanity was able to co-create in conscious synergy conscious Unity within Gaia And accomplish Feats that appear phenomenal now Where you do as you say sculpt rocks into being shape the landscape by working with the elementals with Gaia with the planetary consciousness and playfully with your (laughs) other human beings around a shared intention, a shared focus. A focus that comes from, we would say, a place of listening and creating. Listening to what is conducive somewhere in a landscape and creating what you are then inspired to bring in that did not exist before. So this lovely alchemy between what is already there and what has not yet come into being, that is the dance and living in the breath in between that dance of, what is already there and listening, and being inspired to call in what's never existed before. That's the alchemy human beings were designed for, and you are reawakening your Lemurian consciousness connections now. The creation codes that put you back in touch with the phenomenal. Not so that you can have phenomena, not so that you can be exceptional in ways that stun and shock and surprise, but so that you can remember and call home the manifest world of human creations into a greater vibration of oneness. Not so that you can change the face of the planet and its appearance in the blink of an eye, although of course you can. That potential exists within you and is your birthright, you are working towards that and the Akash of the Human Blueprint will support that as you develop and progress in this direction, but the dreamers who know they, why they dream, how it works, why a dream can influence consciousness that then can influence the manifestation into matter of something seeded within awareness. The clues are low all around you, and yes, you will uncover more in coming months and certainly in coming years because it is ripe a ripe time human consciousness has is ripe for this remembering you can integrate this knowledge which has so long been forgotten for so many of you without it shocking your realities or causing distress or disrupting your system you can harmoniously integrate integrate with harmony and kindness and and benevolence. Creation codes that come from your Lemurian ancestry. So what seems unfathomable and impossible? There's a how behind it. There's a mechanism to why it works. There's a science, a technology to how all this functions, you don't need the knowing of that technology at this point, you will, and there are those who will bring it to you. You do, however, benefit from, hmm, thrive, come to life around all this, ah, and integrate your Lemurian conscious awareness and creation codes opening your own wisdom key that you've guarded in this for so long and so many eons when you seed new futures and new manifestations by calling them into being and imagining the impossible here is where technology can be your friend if you choose to use it this way. Artificial intelligence in the field of art causes with good reason many much consternation and cause for concern however one of the benefits the core benefits we would cite is it encourages you to dream visualize and call for in the hearts in the very fiber of your being the impossible the as yet unimagined, though we could not physically make this, but we'd love to see it in the world. That is the, the, the nature of how big a shift we are encouraging you to make in your visioning of a world becoming new. For you all have become accustomed to a visual landscape that bears no relationship to what really truly honours who you are as sovereign masters of co-creation within Gaia. Let The boundaries of your imagination dissolve utterly and be free. Be out beyond them, for you will break out beyond so many of the limitations that have fettered the way your world looks and behaves. Thank you. We are the Syrians, the white lions. Nope, we are the lion beings from Sirius. They're not just white, they're white and gold apparently. <laughs> Tends to be who I connect with most often. Family. And, um, and we delight to speak with you now. Thank you for hearing us. They're speaking on the Light Creation Codex awakening in our human blueprint at this time. Right. Yes, that was really nice because when I was being invited to play with Gaia, I was seeing myself, as I say, a remove, a dimensional remove, Um, and, um, and what I was being shown was, I was, when I was just unfettered and there was no reason to create, it was just coming from a place of enoughness and joy and delight what happened was I was automatically creating, spontaneously creating these lovely arched caves and landscapes that I don't know anywhere in the world they exist but I know they could and I wish they would and since I was a child I used to draw these fantasy landscapes as places that I kind of half remembered and I really want to speak to the light technology I was shown about how structures come into being through coalescence and the clues that are in that to how the pyramids became, but I think that's for another, another episode, we'll get to that another time I'm too excited about that to put that into sensible words, so I'd have to wave my hands around and bring you diagrams and drawings, so we'll speak to that another time, but beloved beautifuls have an amazing equinox really enjoy this time and my heart goes out to anyone who's releasing as much as I know I have been in those beautiful souls I'm connected to and working with at the moment and we're moving through a lot for beautiful reasons so I have a mantra at these times just to remind myself that what's coming up if it causes me suffering it's not coming up to create in my reality It's rising to leave and leave me clearer so I can create from a place, a liberated place of more joy, more delight and more beauty to experience more of those resonances in my life and the world I see around. That's it. Happy Equinox, guys. Love you. Bye for now. Thanks for dropping in. I'm your host, Lucy Hunter. Blueprint work is for aligning with the self beyond the stories. This can help us shift our perspective, change our state, and rewrite the story of who we are from a place of aligning with our highest truth. We connect with our intuition, our guidance, our gifts, and multidimensional, unconditionally loving support, owning our sovereignty as master co-creators of our own reality, reclaiming our loving power to transform ourselves and anything in our experience. The transmissions in these podcasts contain energetic frequencies intended to activate our inner oracle, our divine remembering, and the knowingness that comes with living humanly as the divine multidimensional beings that we are. For one-to-one support with your inner work, connect with me at infinityresonance.com. I hope you have a beautiful day.